Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey here. We are the Markout Movie, Movie Podcasters. And in today's episode, we are doing Slashers Only. We're going to talk about uh, not the originator of violence, but uh, we're, we're, ta- we're going to talk about one of the one of the one of the first icons, but one of the most forgettable icons. I think. I don't think that he is not, like I like like we as horror fans we mention him amongst the 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 big big three. He's not included in the big three. I think that he will be included in the big five. Uh, big three, in For my most opinion. Most horror fans, I, do, I agree. Big five. Big three is Michael, Freddy, and Jason. Those are the big three. Big four, you include Chucky. Yeah, Chuck. Five, you include this guy, Leatherface. See, I, I think I mean, this is just me. I think Ghostface is taking that. Number five. I think Ghostface is more iconic than Leather. I think his movies are better. If you do a six, I can include Ghost. Like, he would, for me, he would be included in six. Uh, But then from there, that's when you include, like, the uh, lower tier guys, like Candyman, Pinhead. They would be included in the lower tier. But I think in the top five, you got to include Leather. You got to include Chucky. Oh, Chucky's four. Um, For for me, he's three. Over, Freddy over Freddy. Oh, I think you gotta have Freddy as is, is top. Is <laughs> well, that's, that's just me. I mean, you love Freddy more. A lot of people love Freddy more. I like him, but I don't love. You don't him. love him more more than Chucky. I, I, I love, absolutely love Chucky. Um, like I said, he's three. Michael's two for me, and Jason's number one for me. Well, today we're talking about uh, one that came out in '74. Little known guy by the name of Leatherface. The name of the family in itself has changed several times. Uh, the the Hewitts, right? At one point. That, that was the remix, yes. Uh, in the original, the best they version, are, in my opinion, the, of Leatherface. The original, they were called the I, Sawyer, I think. Sawyer, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, you say he's one of the biggest the top five icons, but he's also not the the star of his own movie <laughs> in in some senses it's yeah I think what made him a top one of the top top five for me would be uh be, would be uh Leatherface uh the, the sequel Leatherface uh which is uh, I figured it would have been the scene where he grabs the girl he's opening that door and he grabs oh the no girl. no what made him iconic in itself is the uh is him the scene where he hits the guy with the uh, with the uh, mallet or meat cleaver, yeah, boom, hits him, and then pulls him in and shuts the door, with boof, you know, yeah. I, would, that's uh, that's the scene for me that, like, okay, this guy, you know, Gunnar Hansen, uh, guy, guy, bad news. So, Stay away from him. Stay away from that house. <laughs> yeah, and so we're gonna talk about this iconic guy. Um, let me give you a brief uh, synopsis here. When Sally, I'm not going to give her her name. When Sally hears that her grandfather's grave may have been vandalized, she and her paraplegic brother, Franklin, which I hated, <laughs> set out. I hated that character. I so was okay with him dying. I know it sounds bad, 
I hated him. He was a throwaway character. A waste of time. Throwaway? Oh, he's such a... Oh, I hated him. I hated that character. He was like... He was like the fat guy in, uh, in uh, New Beginning. Friday 13th, New Beginning. Uh, no, next chapter. Which one? Which one has fake Fred? Fake, fake Jason. That's part five, Aaron. There you go. He was like the yeah. fat guy that gets killed with the axe. And the dude was chopping wood and he put the candy bar there. But he's not a throwaway character because that doesn't happen. The whole movie I know, happen. but I hated him. He was, no, really? he was like, yes. I felt bad that he died, though. I felt bad that he died. Because I'm like, he didn't deserve to get killed. He's just trying to give you a candy bar, bro. He didn't deserve to die. Trying to give everybody a candy bar. This paraplegic guy, he deserved all his death. That's sad to say. You know, I honestly don't remember how he died. I think he got a chainsaw in the belly. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> paraplegic <laughs> can't run. Yeah, that sounds about right. He's yeah, I, sitting I just, up. I like He's this. in the dark. I actually like this character more than anyone in the original. I've, no. Not to say that I cared for any of them. I just... No, you really didn't care for any of them. And, and listen... We talked talk about Rocky being a slow burn. Tex Chainsaw Massacre is a slow burn. Yeah, I originally didn't like it. Yeah, it's it's a it's such a hard movie to actually watch, honestly. Uh, but yeah, so essentially they end up at this uh, this old farmhouse, and uh, Leatherface starts hunting them down one by one, and he has to, they have to deal with this crazy family. Uh, it has a seven point five out of ten on IMDb. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it 88%. Metacritic, 75%. And oh, 88... Metacritic finally giving some love to something. <laughs> 88% liked it on Google, uh, Google users. Um, Leatherface is, uh, if it hadn't been for Ed Gein, there would be no Leatherface. No, I agree. Ed Gein was a uh, serial killer who, uh, who gave birth to... Leatherface, Hannibal Lecter, uh, the dude, uh, not only Hannibal Lecter, but also, not Hannibal Lecter, I'm sorry. Psycho too, uh, right? Uh, Psycho, but not Hannibal Lecter, but uh, uh, Buffalo Bill. Buffalo. He, he gave, he gave uh, Buffalo Bill, like, he was an inspiration for Buffalo Bill as well. Um, yeah, uh, that's, that's one way to move furniture. Um, but yeah, so... The this character yeah. of Leatherface, uh, well, well, Ed Gein, not character Ed Gein. Ed Gein was really real. Ed Gein was the guy who lived in I want to say Plainfield, Wisconsin. Uh, which you don't hear many serial killers from Wisconsin, but um, he murdered, uh, he grave robbed several people, uh. His mom died. He believed that his mother was talking to him. That's the Norman Bates aspect of it. Uh, he also uh, was dressing the skins of the of his victims and uh, of, of, of corpses, and walk outside at nighttime uh, playing pots and pans. There is the Leatherface aspect, except for there's no chainsaw involved, um, and. He would wear their skins, and that's also the Buffalo Bill aspect from uh, uh, Sounds of the Lamb. Yeah, if it wasn't for Ed, <laughs> there'd be no leather or anyone else. Yeah. I, I, 
Very disturbing individual. <laughs> very, yeah. very disturbing. And they made a movie about Ed Gein. Several of them. Yeah, I've only seen one. The Kane Hodder one. I bet that's the only I, one you saw. That's the one I saw. I assume that's bad because what I didn't like about it, it just is, is he's a big bulky guy. Yeah, he doesn't fit the character. It's he not, also played BTK. It just he don't fit. Kane, a real you're only killer. Jason. Just hey, do hey, Jason. Hey, hey, hey. Kane. He's Victor. Chuck Crowley too. Uh, no, <laughs> but it's still also no. Yes. No. Yes. Listen, <laughs> I liked him in. I made, the, made as many hatchet films as he did Friday. Films. I liked him in Friday Thirteen. Yeah, he's chasing. Yeah, but I also liked him in Wishmaster. He's a throwaway character. He got killed, but it was cool because you see Tony Todd. You see him like a big group of horror they guys. They all died, right? Yeah, pretty much all of them died. Um, and they wanted Wishmaster to be like now or oh, an icon, which it didn't work. It, like you know, it's hard to catch that lightning. Uh, that you had with Chucky. Remake it. It probably could be. But. That's what I think they should. They should remake the films that weren't as good. Yeah. But. But. Uh, yeah. Uh, my point was Ed is. Uh, Ed was a disturbing man. There is another movie that is a really good adaptation of his story. Um, they should really do. Like. Serial killers. Are creepy. Oh yeah. As heck. Like, if they ever did one on Albert Fish, that guy, he would murder people, he would eat them, he would stick pins in his private areas, because dude's crazy, old crazy white dude. Uh, and, uh, and like, and he, I think he called himself uh, Robert Gray or something like that. Like, like you know, like teasing the police about his, his crimes. Man. They can they can really do some movies on these real life horror guys like and they would be but the thing is I think they'd be sens- sensationalized in the sense of they'd be like oh let's make sequels about this guy this is yeah like and that's hard to do because you know like you don't want to see too many sequels with Ted Bundy you know what I mean yeah you I mean I found those type of films hard to watch you know it happened mm-hmm. and. I find it fascinating, but I find it disturbing. Yeah, that's why I like movies like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood who took that and turned it on his head, and I was like, yeah, it's probably one of the best movies I've seen this year. It's, yeah, it's, it's probably one of the best movies to, I've seen this movie. It just uh, makes you year. wish it would have actually happened that way. Yeah, absolutely. It's bittersweet because you know that it didn't happen that way. Yeah. But I'm left like, man, encouraged that, you know, you know they got their comeuppance. Um, but as far as Leatherface... What, 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 give me some information. What do you think about old leather? Uh, <laughs> what do you think about Gunnar Hansen's portrayal of Leatherface in the first? Portrayal, uh, you know, I didn't. Uh, it, it, it's it's bittersweet. <laughs> it's uh, I hate the fact that he's not the main character. Like he, he's kind of dumb. He just follows the directions of what his brother says, or his. I guess that's his father. I'm not even sure. I don't know who the guy. Who, who they, I don't know if it's the uncles or it's father. The guy that owned the gas station, right? Yeah, I don't know who he is. I mean, I have no to idea. this day, I still don't know who that guy is. Is that his uncle? His I was brother? assuming it was like his father. I always thought that the hitchhiker guy was it his wasn't brother. a grandfather because the, the hitchhiker was his brother. Yeah, I was. I think that guy maybe was an older brother. Maybe it's just it's hard to keep up with the Sawyer's like, last. I remember when I first watched it. 
I just I hadn't seen any of them. Uh, I don't think at the time. Maybe I saw the Next Generation one first. I don't I don't really recall. But I remember watching this. And I was like, wait, Motherface is not the main villain in this movie. It's these other people. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of supporting them. And he's an icon. <laughs> you know, it's like how how did this happen? But I will say the scenes he's in. Uh, I'd be very terrified if I saw a person like that in real life. Um, I mean, the fact that he, you know, would sew people's skin as a mask is, well, it's grotesque, but it's very disturbing, but it's, it's like, what's going inside this guy's brain while he's doing this? I mean, what's he thinking about? What's, what's the motivation? I mean, I find it fascinating, but very disturbing. At the same time, I I thought the the, the the character Leatherface was an interesting character. I just I, I'm curious to know what he's thinking when he's when he's killing these people because he he comes off like he doesn't know any better. Yeah, you know. I think he knows that's his way of life. There, it's yeah. kind of like what what I, I got from it. Like the motivation for the people that live in the hills on hills have eyes. You know their motivation. Yeah. That uh, that they were, uh, and I think that predates this movie. Um, I, not, I might I'm be wrong not, on that. I'm not sure. Uh, but that's that's West Seventies. Yeah, uh, uh, West like in the seventies there was a string of horror films. Uh, also, uh, the precursor to this is a movie called uh, uh, Tourist Trap. And there's like the the, the mask that the guy wears kind of similar to yeah. the mask that uh, Leatherface wears because the Set designer of the of Toy Trap was also set designer of uh, this movie, but um, but yeah, the um, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you in the sense of he he wasn't really he was the main feature of the film for for the most part, but the way that he the way that he acted like compared to his other family members like cowering a little bit yeah. and things like that it was kind of a hard thing to see because like you you want and that, but also it might be just the fact that this man is um, the only thing that makes him afraid is his family mm-hmm. yeah I agree and so like around everybody else he's a scary hulking character that will kill you but his family he dressed like a woman was serving dinner. I think he was. I'd say, I, I, they all, was they all the run one. together to he, me. He was in the fourth one. Yeah. Definitely dressing like a woman. Um, that may be the first one I saw because I, I have fond memories of that one actually. Not because of Leatherface, not because of uh, the actual Which movie. one is it? The one with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, I hated that one. Oh my god. The gosh. only reason I have fond memories of it is because of Matthew McConaughey. He just made Renee it. Renee Zellweger didn't do it for you, but Matthew did. Renee was boring in that movie. That movie Matthew was Matthew was so alive. You like crazy guys. I do. You like crazy guys. <laughs> they, it's just fascinating. If they ever made a movie with Nick, Matthew, and John together, you would throw a fit. You'd be, be, like, you'd be like, take my money. That's a good pitch right there, just with Nick and Matthew together. <laughs> it's a John, good pitch. I mean, you can throw in John, too, but you don't really need him. I mean, Nick Cage, crazy. Matthew McConaughey can play it just as good. I mean, come on. Yeah. 
But no, I mean, I just liked his portrayal in the movie. And I was actually watching the other day how he got the part. You know, he was he went to audition for somebody else. Mm. And it was like he said it was kind of like guerrilla filmmaking, which is sad because this already had three movies. I remember watching this movie and I hated it. Oh but he was like, and the director's like, do you know any friends that would love to audition for this? I was like, this is part four of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and this guy's asking an unknown actor if he knows anybody. He says, "See, I got a friend. I'll call him in a minute." And he went went out to call him. He's like, "Wait a second, I want to do this." He goes back and said, "Can I? Can I audition for it?" He did. He was great, and he got it. He said, "He said it was a fun time." What you know? It wasn't. <laughs> he don't like to talk about it, but he said it, it was fun to shoot it. Man, yeah. that movie. Yeah, he is, didn't say it was fun. It was a good movie. He said movie it was fun so to bad. shoot. Oh, that movie is so bad. Um, uh, but yeah, so but the first one was good. Uh, the second one, which which came out, um, but it was a comedy. Like the most iconic thing in the first one was uh, not only the door slam, uh, but the chase at the end. Like uh, I also I also like the hit tracker, uh, the with the crazy birthmark. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, I was, but it's the seventies, so I can understand why they picked him up. I wouldn't have picked him up because you definitely don't I'm too paranoid to, to pick up weird, strand random dudes in the middle of the Texas. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I, you know the. I thought that the, uh, I thought that he did a great job. He was he was more creepier for me than uh, Leatherface was at some points. Oh yeah, uh, he was he was out there. Yeah, uh, uh, I can't. I can't really tell you much about the sequels. Uh, I have seen two and three. I didn't like either. When uh, you say three, you mean Leatherface? Uh, yeah. I say, I, yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, I can't say that I've seen uh, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre three. I I can't tell you anything about that movie. Honestly, I've seen part two. Which one with, is Dennis uh, Hopper in? Two. Okay. And that's, that's with the, the, the radio DJ. Uh, she uh, she's in that one. That was it's got more comedic aspects in yeah. it, but it's. I thought I remember that. I remember that. I remember there's there a scene in it where there's eating hot dogs or something like that, and uh, there's spit or something, and it just it, like turned me off to hot dogs for the longest time <laughs> because I was like, oh, it's so gross. Yeah. Uh, I could say the same thing about Nothing But Trouble. There's a scene where he's eating a hot dog and he's just so weird. And it was but like, ugh. From where they were in the first one and where they went to the sequel, I just, I didn't understand why they went in that direction. And Toby Hooper directed both, so I just didn't get it. I didn't, I thought, I mean, you had something with the first one. You had mm-hmm. this iconic character, iconic movie, and you, you do satire. And I, I well, if you look at the poster of it, it like they they do Breakfast Club. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know why. I love I love the introduction of the crop top, uh, Bill Mosley. Yeah. Uh, Bill Mosley is absolutely uh, great. Um, he's a great actor, man. Yeah, he is. Bill Mosley is. Uh, uh, you know, he's like I, I would say he's uh, he's like a modern day Vincent Price type of deal where as far as like he's like he's a horror icon but he's not a horror icon like a slasher film guy you know what I mean like he's not like Jason 
Or he's not like well, Freddy. He's not on that level, but... But, but, he, but he is iconic where I think you Otis. see him in movies and you're like, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I think you see... I think you see Bill... I mean, some people may go back to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too. I go, I go to that. I go, actually, uh, half to Thousand Corpses. I go to that. Some people go straight to Devil's Rejects more than they do I've never seen that. Uh, he's his character's bigger than that, I believe. Uh, I think it, I think he's the like idea. the lead in that one. Like it's yeah. all really, really about him. You know, Captain Spaulding doesn't steal the movie. I don't think Baby steals it. Not in my opinion. It's you're Rob, there for please him. Stop casting your woman, man. But you know, Tim Tim Burton does the same thing. Um, like not nothing against her. Like I like her in some films. You know, I feel like. The first one was like, when you think, I think of the first movie of that series, I think of Captain Spaulding. I think Otis in the second one. I think of Baby in the third one. She got more of the lines in the third I haven't seen the third or, or the second. Uh, Captain Spaulding was great. Um, yeah. Sid Hay. Um, uh, I, uh, I want to say I've met him. I don't recall. Because uh, so many times I've been at a, a horror, horror comp convention in Nashville. I believe I seen him, and I wouldn't shuck his hand, but I didn't get to get an autograph. I just said, "Hey man, I'm a fan of you." I also think I seen Kane Hodder. I didn't get his autograph, but uh, I did get his. Yeah, I, it, I it was a little bit more pricier. I got to see Michael Berryman. Uh, I think Sid was there the first time I went, but I was just too shy. At that point in time, I, I was shy. I wouldn't go up to him. I was like really nervous when I saw, saw Tyler Mank. Like, and he's nothing. I mean. I mean, he's, he's Michael. Tyler! But, I hope you I mean, are not listening, sir. But, I mean, he's... Do you consider him, like, in the top 50? I don't think he made of your list. people that played... A horror icon. His Michael... Um, I liked his Michael. Because we didn't put him in our list when we did the slash. I know, I know. But I did like his but Michael. But I guess he kind of did when he picked Michael. I mean, he, he was part of it. Yeah, he... But, we didn't uh, do But actors. I think that... The best Michael I've seen is J- James Duke Gordon. I mean, hands down, he is what, he uh, is Michael to me. If they didn't make another Jason, I would cast Tyler Maine as Jason. He, he played him really well in Halloween. <laughs> Touche. Um, but uh, yeah, but Leatherface though. All right, speaking of Leatherface, so you have uh, Gunnar Henson that played him in the first one. Yeah. Uh, Did he play him in a sequel? I don't. I don't think so. Um, that makes that makes more sense to why I don't like it. I, I like Leatherface in the first one. Uh, let me see cast. I don't I don't think that he played him. Uh, I'm looking. No, Bill Johnson played him in the sick uh, in part two. Uh, give me a moment. Uh, we got in part three, which is so forgettable. I can't tell you. Ken Forey's in part three. I didn't realize that. Viggo Mortensen's in it, too. Yeah. Viggo's R- one of the villains. R.A. Melhoff is in it. Uh, he plays him in that. Um, I had high hopes for the third one. I now remember it. Yeah, I hate that movie. It's, it's better than two, I think. I think it's two. better than four. I think two's better than it. I think it goes you one, two. I think one, two, and then the I thought you were about to say two is better than one. It's like, what? No. No, no. One is one is iconic. Two is I like to. Uh, now let me see. Who is uh, Leatherface and Next Generation, that crappy movie. Oh my goodness! It came out in '95. Yeah. I can't. Believe, I hated that movie so bad. 
I remember watching this 15 years old and I'm like, what am I watching? Um, Robert, yeah. ja- Robert Jacks? What the hell is Robert Jacks? Anyway. Like I, I explained what, what happened in that movie. Hey, if you could, if you just wanted to audition, you got a part. <laughs> uh, but my point is this. I named, I named those because other than other than Gunner, uh, other than Gunner, I, I ain't gonna say that. But other than Gunner, in the first time, I liked uh, the guy that played him in uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre two thousand three. Oh, the remake. The remake. That's where I really wanted us to go. Oh, we getting there. <laughs> uh, that guy uh, also. I think that's my favorite horror remake of all time. All right, uh, I want to get get his name. Also. This is this is my reason for saying. All right, I, I'm, we got to talk about it. I'm gonna go somewhere with this. Okay. All right. First, let me say go. this. Let me okay. say this real quick. So the guy that played him, uh, I'm trying to see, is uh, uh, Andrew uh, Baranowski. Uh, he's a big dude. Oh, he's big. Yeah, you'll see him in. Uh, have you ever seen uh, Hudson Hawk with uh, with uh, Bruce Willis? He played a, a small character in that. He played like a football player in several different movies. Um, he's a big dude, big hulking guy. Uh, only thing I didn't like about him is he, he cast shade on Gunnar Hansen. Um, but he tried. He tried to say that he's. He tried to say he's the best one to ever play, uh, Leatherface. Um, oh, which, yeah, which in my opinion, I think Gunnar, Gunnar is the best one to play him. Uh, but. And and he kind of invented that character. It's like someone saying, "Well, it's like someone saying that." Uh, I don't know. Uh, the dude from that played Michael in Halloween Four was better than Nick Castle in the original. Uh, if it wasn't for the pace of Nick Castle, you wouldn't have. Okay, I got a question uh, for you. Yeah, is Kane Wilbur Potter better than Steve Dash? It, yes, Kane is. <laughs> but because that's a, that's a different scenario. Because Kane took. Kane took Jason from being a country bumpkin guy to being uh, to being this zombified badass killer guy, and it just took it to a different level. Now everyone that comes after him is copying and emulating him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, I get it. And 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 for me with Michael, uh, Nick was the originator, but the only one that surpassed him, in my opinion. Is James Jordan because he took the original of Nick and built it like how would he be now, and and this is what he is now. I like that aspect of it. Uh, I think now Gunner's legendary. I mean, for playing him, I I do agree with Andrew. He's my favorite Leatherface. And I don't know if that's because I think it maybe it's because of the overall movie. I like I just like mm-hmm. it a lot better. Yeah, but, that's the thing about it. Like, that movie, that's what I was going to say to you, Brandon. That movie, part two, not part two, but uh, 2003, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, in my opinion, is better than the original. Yeah. And and I know it's, it's controversial to say that because it's hard to go against the original. But the uh, 2003, Jessica Biel uh, with... Uh, well, I see it's... I think the, the villains are the, better. Oh, Arlie Army is yeah, I mean, excellent. Arlie Army. But I think the kids are also better. I think they're more yeah. likable. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I just, uh, I just, 
Arlie Army just killed it. I mean, Arlie Army stole the show. He was. Uh, See, going in that movie, I was like, okay, Leatherface is going to be top dog here. And I, it started out like he was going to be. Mm-hmm. But Arlie Army just. No. No, I ain't let that happen. I'm going to steal the show. And he, he did. Oh, he's, he's just amazing in that yeah. role. Early Army, uh, like he was, and and, uh, and okay, and the the sequel to that, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, the beginning, I think is what it's called, yeah, which came out two thousand and six. Um, they say that that was unnecessary, uh, as far as like, but I think that it it was okay to show the backstory of why, yeah. you know, but it was it was kind of old hat though from from the first one. Uh, I hated the only thing I hated about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, two thousand three, is that they took Leatherface's arm. Uh, at yeah. one point in the movie, like his arm was cut off or cha- uh, chopped off or sawed off. But I hate that they did that. Uh, I wanted a sequel to that so bad. But I thought that he was a better. I thought that I thought that that the character felt more like explosive. Yeah. You know, he wasn't, like, shimmering. He wasn't cowering in the corner. Like, this guy was kind of a creepy guy. And, and, and... He's, like, down and, like, going off. I mean, Yeah. (laughs) And I'm one of those rare people. You're one of those rare people that like Doug, uh, Next Generation. I'm one of those rare people that Doug, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. Uh. Oh, yeah. I liked him when I first saw it. I, I like I like yeah when I first saw I, I hadn't revisited it but I love that they had they they built the uh, house from the original like rebuilt it yeah. I love that Gunnar Hansen was in it. I love that they kind of told a different story see I um, wished it would how it starts I wished it would just stay there instead now, of jumping what I didn't like about it is the casting of the girl that plays the Sawyer chick uh, years later I think that she's way too young. To fit the timeline to be born in seventy five, yeah. Like if that's yeah, like because like, 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 when was that movie made? Two thousand thirteen. Uh, somewhere around there. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it felt like twenty thirteen. Yeah. It didn't feel like ninety five. Yeah. It, was it supposed to be ninety five? I don't know, but it didn't. It didn't. It I, didn't I never like, felt at all that it was ninety five. I always felt that it was twenty thirteen, and that's why I had a problem with it because I thought that. That it, she it, was way too young. Didn't match. Yeah, I thought she was way too young. I thought that she should have really been. Uh, twenty thirteen. I was twenty three years old. Yeah, so uh, she should have been, and, and that's me. I was born in eighty, so she's born seventy five. Yeah, she's in. 30s. She's gonna be in her thirties. Yeah, so she, she wouldn't be like, hanging out with like a bunch of young she kids. She was between eighteen and twenty two. Yeah, she was like a college. Student. That's my biggest problem with that movie is the casting of that lady. I think that if they would have went a little older with her, then then it would have made sense, and it could have still been. Maybe it, was, maybe it was supposed to be in the nineties. It just, you know, it just. But they never, and never, it never felt like it was the nineties. No. See, see, now I'm kind of curious because I wonder if it was supposed to be in the nineties. I think it, looking back at it, I would say it was. They just did a horrible job. At conveying that. But it looked great in the seventies, so it don't make sense. The seventies is great, man. Uh, I wish they would have stayed there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like the beginning, uh, that's probably why I liked it so much. I love the opening. Oh, the opening's great. Um, but Bill Mosley came back for that too, right? Yeah. Opening. But I uh, thought I saw him there. I knew I saw Gunner, but I thought I saw Bill as well. 
Um, so but it was great that they got the originals, the first two at least, actors that were in those movies to come back. Uh, but I didn't like the sympathetic story of Leatherface. Mm. I, I did it originally, but going back and watching it, I was like, nah, they shouldn't have done this. But I can understand, I mean, yeah. you know, he's been, I, I understand it to a point, but I don't know. It felt like a war between two different families, like Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Kind of. And just and, and they made the uh, regular the town folks more of the menacing. Yeah, it just, it, yeah. Did, it felt like a bizarro sequel. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Um, now, the one I didn't see is Leatherface. The last one? Yeah. I, straight to video. I, yeah, one thing that I do, I'm, I'm aware of it, um, is they should have made Sam Coleman, Bud, that that kind of hulking kid. Yeah. They should have made him Leatherface because he had to build in the mannerisms and uh, of being a Leatherface. And when they tried to make it this other kid, I thought that that was dumb. They went sympathetic again. Yeah. I thought, uh, you know. He, he, he was a good kid until the final shot of the movie. Yeah. But, yeah. It, I hated that movie. Yeah. I, I, I think that's probably the worst one of them all. And I would say the second worst is Next Generation, because it's not a good movie. Yeah. But uh, I like Matthew's portrayal. That's the only thing I like about the movie, honestly, is Matthew. But, you know, I, I that last one, like, I watched it because Stephen Dorff was going to be in it. I like him. He doesn't do yeah. a lot of mainstream work these days but I do like him as an actor and I was like and he's playing the cop and it's going to be bad guys I just, I just got a, a mind an image of Stephen Dorfman just like I'm like okay <laughs> he played it good I, I like him in the you movie you know I'm thinking of someone else are you? you're not thinking of Stephen Dorf? Stephen Dorf is uh, he's in the first blade yeah 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 yeah. that's what I was thinking uh, I was actually thinking of Brad, Brad Dorf Brad or Chucky. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I, I always love seeing him pop up in movies. But, uh, uh, and then what's the name of the guy who played the Wishmaster? That's who I was actually thinking of. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. You see his face. I know his face, but I don't know. I, I, you know, too bad that didn't work out for that guy. Too but, bad. But it kind of did. I liked it. I liked it. It had sequels. I mean, it's, it's, got, sequels. it's got four movies, I think. Maybe five. I mean, it, the first one's good, though. I, I haven't. It's the only one I've seen. Yeah. I used to have them all, but nah. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like that one guy with uh, uh, what's it called uh, uh, what's it? The witch, war, 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 warlock, warlock. That warlock. I have not seen. Yeah, the first one was all right, uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Do would you consider overall? Would you consider the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre series? Of being a big disappointment, like, do you consider being like a failure, or you think I mean, that? Some you aspects, think that, you have to say it is. I mean, do you, how it. do you save it? How do you salvage salvage this? Well, they're gonna do what Halloween did. <laughs> so now, now they're they gonna redo a sequel to the original. So yeah, it's coming, I think, twenty twenty, so, maybe twenty twenty one. So I essentially, heard. what Halloween did. Yeah, it's gonna be a direct sequel. How, how how is it funny that if if Halloween is such a <laughs> Halloween <laughs> is such a revolutionary series uh, in a sense of originally it kicked off the slasher the slasher genre 
uh, I would I would say it kicked off the slasher genre. Also, it kicked off the holiday slasher, uh, holiday horror movie genre. Because uh, after well, that, you get New Year's Evil, you get uh, uh, you know a couple you say, other like Black Christmas. Black, Black, but it was Canadian and no one remembers it. Uh, although I like it, <laughs> but it's but I would say that Halloween did it. You know, Halloween. I mean, Halloween's more more famous for yeah. it. Like, anyway, Black I mean. Christmas was good. You know, but no, I would say Halloween is the granddaddy of the horror films. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, it's considered films. the granddaddy of them. I just, uh, and I'm not saying Friday Thirteenth is better by any means. I just think it. Spawned all kinds of stuff. No, it did. It like and we. I think did we already do a show like this? We did. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no. I think that what Halloween. Not only has it did reinvent the slasher genre, uh, but it also reinvented the reboot, the reboot method of like. Let's ignore, and it's not the first time that they did this. Uh, but, but, did it. <laughs> just didn't work out. Well, now they're gonna redo it. No, no, I'm saying like with Halloween H2O. Oh yeah. They they, they initially they said let's act like three through uh, two through two through no no let's act like three through six I, did I not would, exist. I would say though that most of the horror franchises is a mess in some aspect because the timelines just they're, they're out of whack I mean so you mean you just all the series in itself yeah, I mean, like, like Candyman well I really don't recall the sequels to Candyman I remember the first and the second one I, I can't recall any of the other I know she's related to him and really one of the girls oh it's related to he, they, they, it's like a backstory of him as a slave um, First one, man, was they dope. did too much of a backstory for Candyman to tell why he's. I can't tell you anything about Hellraiser other uh, than the second one. I don't know why he's. I don't. I see one the origin where he messed with the box for the first time and gets. I have no idea, man. I'm curious to watch him. I just don't think I'm gonna like him. But uh, I that mean, slow burns, man. Uh, and then I'm trying to think of more Ch- Child's Play. They got silly. And I think that they saved it. I think they saved it with Curse. I like Curse. Uh, and then you think they lost it with Colt. But I think that they still did good with Colt. But it was... Well, well, well it's remained to be seen. Uh, but but I, think that, I think that they wanted to establish it with this remake. And I think that... I, I think... Even though it might get a sequel, I assume. I would say it's going to be made enough money to warrant Would it just be direct to streaming? Or no. will it be in theaters? I'd say it'd be in theaters. <sighs> I hated it. Oh my gosh, I hated that movie. But, uh... I, I, I think... It's... I think it's a mixed bag. I think you got people that really like it, and you got people that really don't. Uh, I appreciate the, the effort that went into that movie. I actually did enjoy it. I had fun with it. I like the fact that it was different. I think if you're making the same, I don't mind that he is different. I just be different, but make him look different. Like, well, like he did look different. He looked horrible. Like he there's no different. there's no point in at all in 27, 2018, 2019 to have a Chucky doll 
look like that. Back in the 80s, it makes sense because it was mimicking my buddy. There's no reason for it to look like that now. They should have made it look totally different or make it something totally different. Yeah, I think that it would have worked. If it was just a straight robot or make it a, something other than that, I think that that would be better. There's no sense in that toy, child's toy, being able to control the air conditioning. That's a horrible idea. You know, there's no reason for it to be able to control Ubers and cars. Yeah, I like that aspect that they control things. Because really, you got no chance with it. Because we, we depend too much on technology. I understand that. That's why I really What if it was more virtual assistant? More, more virtual, like, type of friend. Like, like it's not a physical thing, but... Brain scan? Is that what you're talking about? The movie Brain Scan? Sort of. They no. were for longer. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about, no, I was thinking about more like, more or less like uh, Johnny Mnemonic or something. You know, or, 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 or Lawnmower Man in the sense, I hate it. I hate the way it looks. I've always like hated the way it looks. But, um, I just, what, what if it was more of an electronical, like a Siri type of thing that is going crazy and killing people and controlling your life and That's killing. That's coming out soon. Blumhouse did it. Yeah, it's it's coming. Is Blumhouse now the Dark Castle of today, or or like all right? So New Line was the horror. Well, they had Freddy. I know the, that much. They had Freddy. They I had mean, I, I, They like, had they had Scream. No, that was Dimension. They had Scream. Did they? They had Halloween too. Okay. Universal that, had Chucky at one point. Of course, they had Universal Monsters. Of uh, Paramount had Friday. It was a, I think it was just a bunch of companies that, you know, it would have been great if one company well, would have bought all of these iconic characters. What happened though is like so, I know we kind of got off text chain, so I'm asking, but uh, we're gonna get back on because I'm gonna ask him a question. All right, uh, but uh, what happened is you have companies that say, okay, we can't release this under our umbrella. Uh, so we gotta do it under a different yeah. type of sub company that is more like genre related to. So New Line Cinema is the horror aspect of the Weinstein Company, maybe. Oh no, or uh, or is Dimension Warner Brothers. Weinstein, Warner Brothers. Okay. New Line was under Warner Brothers. Okay, and then so and then you have Dementia, who's uh, who's under was it under? Yeah, I'm not sure who that was. Weinstein. Yeah, uh, but I'm not. I think that was their main. The one. Weinstein Weinstein Company is the name of their company. I thought Weinstein. It may be I. Uh, like I Miramax. Don't know a whole Miramax. They have Miramax. Miramax. I think so. They have Miramax. Uh, like I, I don't know a whole lot of knowledge about the actual companies. Yeah, but no. But, like main but, ones I know, but not. But then, those are just companies of boom, boom, boom. That I, I like Goodwill Hunting Company has this company just for yeah. horror. This company has Oscar this company. Yeah, films. yeah. Uh, but then you had like Dark Castle that is just straight horror, like it's not like I don't okay, think it's a subsidiary. It was yes. just, so Bloomhouse is like the horror company. I'll say A twenty four is too. A twenty four is a contender. Uh, that's the one that did Hereditary. Uh, they did uh, Witch. They did um, uh, Midsummer. Uh, they got the the Lighthouse or whatever coming out. So they got those types. Yeah, they got the more <laughs> the independent slow burn horror. Yeah. So that that's them. 
I actually do want to see the lighthouse though. And Bloomhouse, did Bloomhouse have a uh, Happy Death Day? Is that Bloom? Yeah. And then Get Out. Um, I want to say uh, they, Ma. They, Ma. They, yeah. I want to say they did Us too. Yeah, yeah. They 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 was with uh, they Jordan Halloween. Peele. They, they was with Monkey Paw, Jordan Peele's little company. Okay. Um, I think they're doing Screen. They're redoing screen? I, I don't know if it's a redo or continuation. Or, uh, I, I know they got the rights. But, yeah, so what my point was that Bloomhouse is now, like, what we have, uh, like, the horror. So, does Bloomhouse, do they do, uh, are they doing the, uh, are they doing the Conjuring stuff? Is that Bloom? Or is that somewhere uh, else? No, it's, it's Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers has Conjuring Universe? Yeah. Uh, they have Insidious and Sinister. Bloomhouse is Insidious yeah. and Sinister. Okay. What's what's uh, Bloomhouse? Is it the one that has like little ghostly girl on the corner, like when the light shines? Yeah. And there. Okay, and it has the walls and it's Bloomhouse. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, I like their top dog. They, I, mean, I would. I would. I would agree with that. I think they are top dog. Um. I don't know. I I I'll hope that there be more. I love horror, so I just I want more horror companies. That I don't think they necessarily produce the best horror films, but they get most notoriety. You know, they're more popular. What's their biggest one? Is it, is, would it be us in this at this point? You hate it, uh, but wouldn't us be their biggest claim to fame, or would it be? I don't. I, don't, I mean, Happy Death Day. No. I mean, Insidious was really big in the back. When it came out, yeah, but I think I say us is bigger than that. Uh, Get Out was, G- yeah, I think okay. Get Out's what really turned the tide for them, and they really got noticed. Like, okay, they just don't make cheesy horror films. They they can be the real deal, serious Oscar mm-hmm. contender type horror, which is weird to say <laughs> that a horror would be in contention for an Oscar, but because uh, they never, they you know, they kind of look down. Yeah, on that genre. So. The only Oscar-winning horror was—is it—is it Exorcist? They won. I mean, I, I'm not I want to sure. say Exorcist won Best Picture. It which could. I think it's the only horror to ever win Best Picture. I might be wrong on that. I have to look it up. I mean, I guess uh, yeah, us probably is the biggest now. I think it's it made a lot of money. So there's no Exorcist though. It's my opinion. My opinion. Nothing against Jordan Peele. Uh, I like to see what he does with Candyman. But yeah, all right, getting was, back to... I'm sorry, you said that you had more questions for I, me. Yeah, I was talking about this this new film that's going to be coming. It's not in production or nothing right now, but it's, the script's being written. What are you hoping to see from it? From a new all Texas right. Chainsaw? I would say I love the aspect at the beginning of Texas Chainsaw 3D. I like the idea of continuing with immediately after the events of the first one. Uh, if they can just do that, one or two things. Either they do that and they make it a truly a continuation of events of that same day. They recast someone that plays, uh, uh, I want to say her real name is Marilyn, uh, but she passed away. Uh, but yeah, they recast someone to play her. Uh, I don't want them to do what they did Halloween. I want it to be yeah, years I don't, later. That's what, I, I want it to be that and versus... Forty years later, because it's it's at forty, I think. Yeah, forty but or other places would probably be dead by now. Yeah, but he was, I would say, twenties to thirties. Then he would be an old man. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, I, th- I think if you do, le- this is my opinion, of course, but I think if you're going to do a Texas Chainsaw, you're going to reboot it, say it's a direct sequel, I think it's got to be in the 70s. Like, I think when Friday comes back, I think it's got to be in the 80s. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I think Freddy... Ride the nostalgic wave. I don't think Freddy should be today. When that comes back, I think it should be 80s as well. No, I, I, we talked about this. I think Freddy should be actually a prequel. I like to see Freddy doing his murders as Freddy, as Fred Krueger, and not so much in the dream aspect of it. Because I think it's a creepy idea yeah. of a man murdering kids and murdering people. I thought that would be kind of cool. Or if you do do it, um, yeah, I think that it should take place. I don't know. You have to. If, if Heather Langenkamp comes back, you almost have to make it so many years later. Yeah, you have to. But, but if Heather doesn't come back, you were free to make it. I just think it. it I think those these type of films work better when they were made. Cause it, it, you have so many fond memories of that era. You know, it's just that's just my perspective. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, people are going to disagree. Say well, it should be today. Especially, you know, this generation is going to want it today. But I, I, I don't think, think Jason works well today. Well, you know what? I, I mean, how many say, people really go to camp? I think, like, yeah, yeah. You know, well, yeah, we can see. It. Like, I hadn't seen this uh, American Horror Story '84, uh, uh, but is '84? It it's '84. Yeah, uh, but yeah, um, I haven't seen it yet. But nostalgia is at an all-time. Yeah, uh, it's mean, probably dying now a little bit. Stranger Things. Although they just announced a season four of that, I hope that takes place in the nineties and not in the eighties because these kids are getting too big to be in the eighties still. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you make it towards the tail end of the eighties, going into the nineties. Um, I don't know. It's Hopper's. Is he dead? Is he alive? I think Hopper's still alive. But uh, uh, but yeah, I think that honestly, I think that I would like to. I'm I'm over. The nostalgia of the 80s, and I'm ready to see more 90s nostalgia. And that's why I say that I want, um, I would like to see some some of these horror movies take place in a 90s setting. Uh, I, I thank God for, I wasn't a huge fan of Captain Marvel, but I liked seeing the 90s. Yeah. It, it reminded me of a different time. And, you know, and, you know what I'm saying? You know, honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing it, like, I think we need more westerns, 1800s type stuff. I think it would be cool to see the early 1900s, uh, all the way up to the 50s. I think they've explored the 80s. Clearly, they have explored it. <laughs> like the supernatural genre has went overboard with it. Uh, like you know, like the past what 10 years, it's mm. been supernatural films, right? Yeah. I think they've yeah with they've Hondren, overdone it. Conjuring is the champion, as yeah. far as, and I hate to admit that, but Conjuring is the is the but, unofficial champion of horror genre. Currently. But all these companies have overdone that genre, and now they're kind of leaning towards the '80s. And I think they're kind of overdoing that. So I would like to see, you know, you said '90s. I think it'd be great. Uh, '60s, '70s. I mean, I think, I mean, it's not just the '80s, you know. I mean, yeah. Like, uh, and that's the problem with Hollywood. They get stuck on one thing, and they yeah. do, they really do. They really get stuck. And, on think, one thing. Also, man, I think that uh, with that being said, I think that uh, well, as far as like kids today, because you gotta, you gotta get if it's radar, you're gonna have to get 
someone 18 or older to yeah. come in. You're right, you're right, to watch these movies. Um, I don't know how nostalgic they would be for the 70s because they, they wouldn't have no idea of the 70s. They barely, yeah, they, they, they want to claim that they nostalgic for the 80s, even though they might not even remember it. They, I would say they nostalgic for the 90s and to the early 2000s. Yeah, I would agree. But it'd be kind of cool to see a movie, a horror movie that takes place, like, in the early 2000s, too, just to... But I think uh, Quentin Tarantino, I, the movie was, it's, pre, it's pretty big, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. That, that did a great job. Like, I, that, that movie, man, uh, it... It showed, uh, and I have no ref- point of reference for the seventies. Conceived in seventy nine, but wasn't born to eighty. Uh, but uh, I would say that it had the it had the feeling of uh, like it reminded me. It felt seventies. It didn't. Yeah. It never at one point did it feel like it's a twenty nineteen movie pretending to be a seventies film. It felt like it was all genuine. Yeah, it did, and, yeah, and think, so so it is possible yeah. to do that. And, when, and with the '80s films, what what you see with them, Brandon is they're like, oh, what's what's the '80s? Big hair. What's the '80s? Uh, rock music, pink colors, and the neon lights. Like like they 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 hit the things that people think of in the '80s, but they never really hit the other stuff in the '80s. You yeah. know. Uh, like if Candyman takes place in the '80s, but in New York, uh, Chicago, if it takes place in like say New York in the '80s, New York in the '80s for a lot of black folks was slum, was like was like crime ridding, uh, hip hop was brand new. Uh, there was a lot of uh, uh, like apartment buildings that was dilapidated, uh, you know, burnt up. There's yeah. crack, uh, cocaine epidemic stuff happening. I think that that would be a cool aspect to see Candyman in in the night, like in the eighties. Uh, that would be great. Like I would really, that would be like a different aspect of the eighties that people don't highlight. But I think. I think, there, yeah, we want you to know what it sounded like back in the 80s, no, uh, uh, but I think that, uh, I think that the 80s gotta be, if you do the 80s or 90s, don't just make it, oh, nostalgia, you remember this, you remember this, you remember this, you know, I think that you should hit on, like, the culture and how it really was, Yeah. like, like, hats off to Quentin Tarantino, and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it wasn't about, oh, nostalgia, you remember this? You remember this? It was like... I think, in, and I'm, I'm going to give this guy credit, because I, I normally never do, but I think Rob Zombie does a good job of giving that 70s vibe in his films. Probably all of them. I mean, I is, is, uh, is, what's the name? Does it take place in uh, the Three from Hell stuff? Is, it, is that it, like... It's not supposed to, but it looks like this. He went. Well, he went grind. He, he was supposed to be 1988, but it still was like the 70s to me. So he loves that era, though. So I mean, yeah, I think yeah. every film he does looks like it's in the 70s. Well, uh, I even thought Halloween looked like Halloween it. was. Uh, his Halloween was take place in the 70s, I think. No, did it? The first one. I thought I it took place today's era. No, no, it did later on when he was an adult. But I think at the beginning, when you see Young Michael. I think it was in the 70s. 
or 80s. Yeah. But, uh, hey, hey, we're running out of time. But, um, my final thoughts on TCM, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I think there is a world where we can see Leatherface again. But I think that, honestly, like you said, I agree with you. It should be take, it should be set in the 70s. And with the 70s, uh, because I, I'm going to mention this real quick. Uh, scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. That took place in the 60s, was it? 50s, 60s? So. Yeah. Uh, and what I liked about that, I didn't even know it was going to be that way. What I liked about that is they're limited in what they did into how they will respond to the scenarios and situations they're in. In today's time, we can be like, oh, well, let's just call someone. Yeah. Or let's just tweet or tweet where we're at or whatever, share our location. In the 70s or in the 60s or in the 80s or anything like that, even in the 90s, you didn't really have a lot of those Yeah. Uh, get-out-of-jail-free cards. Yeah, very true. But also... I think, I don't think they can make any mistakes anymore with Leatherface. You know, if you make mistakes, I think it's, he's done. Yeah. You uh, can you can kill off a guy for real. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What did you think about it? Did you see it? Uh, if so, did you like them? Uh, comment. Uh, this next episode will be our fiftieth. Yep. And I'm going to think of something to talk about. I ain't made it there yet. You said you were just wanting to do a movie that was 50 years old. Yeah, I did. And I looked them up. It's, it's a lot of westerns. Oh, okay. Well, we might get it. All right. Well, we will. We'll see. All right, and then Brandon will do 51. Uh, Which is Joker, ladies and gentlemen. The review of Joker. Yeah, absolutely. Well, all right. Well, hey, Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. And we are the... Markout Movie Podcasters. Thank you for chopping it up with us with Leatherface. <laughs> and other stuff. And other stuff. <laughs>